Welcome to the Freedom Mindset Academy podcast, where we will help you break cycles of burnout, build a sustainable entrepreneurial lifestyle, and have more by doing less. I'm Christine, a life balance coach. And I'm Maggie, an empowerment educator. And together, we believe that building a business should be fun. As the creators of Freedom Mindset Academy and the Energy Method, we're on a mission to help you live in the house you're building. Survival mode just ain't the vibe anymore. And we're showing you how to sustainably scale your business while actually enjoying your life in the process. We're dealing out all the tools to take back your time and energy so that you can cultivate a thriving business and life and do more of the things you love along the way. So pop into our weekly conversations and let us show you how we turn Mondays into Fridays. Hello, hello everyone. Yeah, we're super excited to be here. Yeah, I think we're going to have a topic today. It's going to be very relatable to the current climate. Season, yeah. <laughs> the current season. Yes. For sure. And I think it's also a great, um, as we're thinking about wanting to set ourselves up for success in the new year and be on really steady footing, it's a topic that can allow you to explore what choosing yourself and your own peace might look like for you. I love that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's exciting. I'm excited as I have, I feel a lot to share. Actually, I think we, I feel like we both have a lot to share when it comes to how we're doing things differently this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that just goes to show our personal growth and what's working for us, mm-hmm. which I think is going to help a lot of people see that there's hope, you mm-hmm. know, because I know for me personally, two years ago, I was not doing well um, <laughs> in this current situation. So for, um, so just to get an overview, we are going to discuss today, um, setting boundaries, um, specifically with family members during the holidays, because, or when you're in, you know, this kind of close proximity, this usually happens for people once a year, um, around this time. And, you know, I think we're just starting to discuss, you see things on social media, all these things about how, yes, this is an amazing time of year. There's lots of joy and there's lots of, you know, family time and love, especially since we've been apart from our families, some of us for a long period of time because of COVID. Now we're all getting to be joined together, but that also can be very overwhelming for a lot of people who are going through their own mental health struggles. Some people who are still dealing with sexuality, um, you know, all of the things that are happening um, to be in a space with so many different generations, mindsets, values, systems going on. Um, some people feel very, um, pushed in a corner or very like silenced because they don't want to share, um, a difference of opinion. And I think that that, um, I, Maggie and I can both relate very strongly to both of those, <laughs> all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mags, go ahead and, um, start with kind of what's going on with you or maybe like some past, how you felt and like where you are now. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that for me, I grew up sort of hustling for my, for validation, for acceptance. Um, I have always sought belonging. So there's a difference between like acceptance and belonging. Acceptance is like, and kind of fitting in is sort of counterfeit in which you have to be somebody different than you are in order to be part of the group. Mm. Belonging is, is finding people who bring you into the group as you are. And so I think growing up, especially, I did not feel like I fit in. 
And um, I was just seeking those spaces where I could get acceptance and was doing whatever I could to get it. And that led me down a road of sort of abandoning myself and doing things that, um, you know, ultimately led me away from myself. And so I had to unlearn a lot of those behaviors, but I became a people pleaser Mm. and um, sort of a performer and a chameleon and, you know, and my family, I was the one who was just accommodating and sort of like held the peace. And I've been reflecting on this a lot lately, you know, the difference between keeping the peace and keeping your peace is, is huge. And as I've gotten, yeah, as I've gotten older, it's like before it was more comfortable to keep the peace, right? Keeping your peace, not meeting other people's expectations of you um, hurts, especially when when you choosing you hurts them because you are no longer who they have grown accustomed to, Mm. right? Because you're not giving them exactly what they want. And so it hurts them, not because you're being hurtful, but because it's different and it's changed and change is uncomfortable. And so you have to choose and it's a hard choice, whether sitting with that discomfort of like having somebody bristle at a boundary you set they, you know, oh God, I've upset them. Like, do they not like me anymore? Or is this going to ruin the relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And my, typically what I would do is be like, oh my gosh, I have to fix this. Yep. I have to do whatever I need to do to make them happy now um, to like smooth this over. So it's all better. And that's, that's the old, that's the old way. The new way is like saying, wow, this feels uncomfortable. I am acknowledging that I've upset someone by this boundary that I've placed. And that the reason I set the boundary in the first place is because I was choosing an honor myself. Mm. And I set it with love, not with malintent and that they will get used to this new line of boundaries that I'm setting mm. and, or they won't. And if they don't, then that will be the end of the relationship. I think that sometimes we think like when we're doing these things, we're ending the relationship. It's like, that's their choice. Right. right. They don't meet your boundaries. If, and, you, you know, it's your responsibility to enforce them lovingly. If they don't meet your boundaries and they don't adjust to them, then it's their choice to end the relationship. Right. Period. It's, you know, it's our responsibility to set the boundary and force the boundary lovingly, but it's their responsibility to meet it or not. And mm-hmm. so, so I think what a lot of people are having issues with, especially that's why we want to talk about it around the season, because mm-hmm. it's family related, yeah. setting that boundary, having someone else meet it or not, when they're just a friend or a coworker or someone that's in your life is a little bit easier to remove them than someone who you are biologically attached to. And you're going to see at family occasions and different things like that. How do you feel the difference is when it comes to a family member in that strategy. I think it's even more important. I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but like, they don't get removed from your life. Let's be honest. They, we just put, we just are allowing them access to us less. In a different way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's certainly harder to navigate because you're, you're also pushing against like the expectation that right. it doesn't matter how shitty your family is or how crazy or how, inconsistent or inconsiderate or abusive 
right. toxic that we're just supposed to accept. love them unconditionally. And we can, we can love them unconditionally without giving them unconditional access to us. Mm. So again, we need to separate, we mentally and socially lump so many of these things together. Love, setting boundaries is an act of love. Setting and holding boundaries and holding people accountable is an act of love. Otherwise, you are encouraging their behavior. Right. You are co-signing it. You are, it's, yeah. it's codependency. And so that's not a loving act Mm-mm. is to allow people to treat you poorly and to treat other people poorly and not right. hold them accountable. So I think it because is how they're treating you is probably how they treat themselves as well, which is just very full circle. Yeah. And you're likely not the only one, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's just, yes, undeniably it is super hard because we are expected to stand by our families and take whatever they give us. Mm-hmm. And that's just not, that's not right. In my opinion, I don't, I don't like to speak in like terms of right or wrong, but like that, that doesn't sit with me anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Like why are, why is my family getting a different coding than why can my family treat me like shit when I'm not letting anyone else? Mm. What about that makes sense? Why can I, you know, be in a challenging relationship with someone in my family and give them full access to me while I don't do the same thing with someone else, what's the difference here? And I, from like, I get that there is right. We are blood, but, but still, are we not trying to nourish? I mean, the point of boundaries, you guys, is not to like upset people. It is to strengthen a relationship. Right. If you didn't give a shit about the relationship, you wouldn't worry about the boundary. Right. You, you just be, but yeah. it's the concept of the coach and the player. Right. Mm-hmm. He rides the player really hard because he knows he sees potential in him to be great. But the person that he doesn't ride very hard in during practice is the person he doesn't see potential in and he's given up on. Right. Versus if we want to set, you're totally right. I love that. So when you set a boundary with someone, it's because you're actually trying to maintain and create right. a healthy relationship with that person versus I don't set boundaries to people that I don't want in my life. I just take them out. Right. Like we move on and I don't see them ever again. Um, but creating a boundary is a, like you said, an act of love to allow both people in the relationship to feel respected Mm -hmm. and be able to move forward in a way that does not create conflict. Exactly. It's, I mean, you guys, again, like inner child work here, we're all little kids on the inside. Kids really like to know what the parameters are. They want to know what's expected, what is accepted and what isn't. They want to know the clear guidelines of relationship. And we're just setting those up explicitly. I think a lot of times it's like, well, they should know not to treat me like that. It's like, how, how should they know that? Right. If we don't tell people that we we're done thinking that other people are mind readers for us. Yeah. Yeah. Be explicit about what we want. Otherwise, and then we, when we don't say what we want, we get mad at them. What kind of sense does that make? Right. It's like, mm-hmm. did you ever make it clear that the way that they were treating you was not acceptable to you? Right. If not, then you can't, and you allow them to do it. Whose fault is that? Whose responsibility is that? It's yours. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so then there becomes like all these resentments and everything like that. And the relationship is totally destabilized and it's not, it's not supportive. And you go into it with all this baggage and it doesn't get better. And it's just like, who wants a relationship like that? So truly, I think the biggest takeaway here is yes, boundaries are hard to put into place, especially hard with family. But if you value the relationship with your family member, the boundaries are, are essential. Yeah. And they're, and they're rewarding. They're the, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they have become the only answer to strengthening the relationship. Otherwise Mm -hmm. I was, I was ready to give up Mm -hmm. like for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So where are you now? Like, you know, what's, what's this year's dynamic with, you know, you've got a lot going on. You've got a lot of new variables in your life. Mm -hmm. With like new family and laws, like pregnant. Yep. And just all of that. It's, it's hard, but I think, especially, you know, I have a partner who really challenges me and challenges my, my thought process. So like, you know, when I set a boundary this year and it was upsetting to someone, he was like, tell me how you're like, tell me, walk me through that process that you're like going through right now. Like, what does this feel? And I was like, it makes me feel like shit. It makes me feel like I'm a bad girl. And like, I should just do whatever, you know, I should just fix this and like say, okay, screw it. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was like, okay, but you know, we set the boundary because this was for us. Right. And it's better for us. And, you know, people get used to it over time, but it may take some time. And sure enough, the boundary has been upheld, respected, and honored the whole, the whole trip. And it's been a lot better for us. And I think that's, that's where I am is like really being able to consciously engage with the discomfort of setting the boundary mm-hmm. and the pushback from setting it and still just standing firm in my ground because before I would have just totally retreated. And so it's nice to be in a place, especially with my family, where I can just say what I need right now. And I think the time that we've spent together has been fuller. We've not been on our phones when we're together, right? Because since we're not spending every single second together, it's like we've actually created and cultivated these like really connected spaces Yeah, it's been really, and then, you know, we leave in the evening and go, go, we have our little like secluded area up here neutral space yeah it's just like it's been nice to meet like right exactly what I thought was going to happen when I set the boundary happened it was upsetting Mm -hmm. and so it was an invitation for me to engage with that and that's that's what I want people to walk away from this knowing from me it's like it's not easy if it were easy everybody would set the boundaries relationships would be thriving across the board it's how do you engage with the pushback and how do you still honor because there will be pushback I mean that's the thing like expect the pushback but also like be okay with learning to navigate through the pushback to be able to get the desired result it's going to be uncomfortable but again people adjust to you because they love you they want you in their life too like right you just it's just a new dynamic that sometimes takes a little time to get used to. People have to recalibrate their expectation of who you are and what you are and their idea about you. And that happens internally and it can happen really fast or it may take a long time, but that's the, 
that's the reality of it. I think, again, centering on this is an of love for the relationship and stick through that first bit of discomfort. It gets so much better. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Um, so for me, uh, for many, many years growing up, like I had, you know, a very loving family. We did Christmases together. Even when my parents got divorced, like we still did, you know, my parents were still good friends and made sure that, you know, Mm -hmm. my brother and I were able to still celebrate the holidays together. And, um, as we grew up, like, yeah, I, I relate, you know, very deeply to your position in the family. I was keeping the peace. I was making sure everyone was happy, you know, making sure everyone got what they needed. Um, growing up, I didn't really need a lot. I was well taken care of. My parents made sure that we had what we needed. So it was, it felt like a natural way of doing things. Like I was giving back, you know, for all the things they gave me, they had so many presents. They did all of the, you know, the Santa stuff and made sure we were believing and they spent so much time and, and we always had good hot meals and all that stuff. It was amazing. And then as I got older, I might, without knowing it, my needs started changing mm-hmm. and realizing that, Oh shoot. Like now there's more family members and now they're now, you know, that we're all living in different States. So now like, you know, coming together and I still feel like I'm the one that has to arrange everybody's schedule and do all those things. And I'm like, why am I like, we're all adults. Why am I still, because that was a position I have in the family. Um, and it wasn't a position that was given to me or appointed to me. It was a position I almost appointed myself, which <laughs> makes it worse, which most, which is most people. And because then you feel like if I don't do it, nobody will. And so then we, you know, as I'm getting older again, and then, you know, when my husband came into my life five years ago, he started joining us for holidays. And all of a sudden I'm feeling like, wow, like now I need time for myself and time for us to be together. And I don't want to deal with people needing me in the morning for a ride to this place or who, which car are we taking or who's making dinner tonight? Like, why is it always everyone looking at me? Like there's like eight people in this house, you know, like (laughs) it always falls on the one person. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So it was a lot, you know, and, um, a few years ago when Noel and I, my husband and I started really getting serious and got engaged and everything, like it started getting worse because I wasn't setting those boundaries the way I felt I needed to. Mm -hmm. And this year was literally the first year I've never felt more. I started setting boundaries in September. Um, and I've talked about this in my podcast. Like I did like a whole month where I like, didn't even talk to my parents, um, in a healthy way, just like, Hey, you know what, let me just build something real quick and figure out what I'm doing. And then like, I don't feel like I am obligated. And it was not even a bad thing. My parents both understood and come October, like I'm still seeing now, especially during the holidays, I'm seeing the benefits. Like it's the Mm -hmm. gift that keeps on giving like, (laughs) like, it's almost like we did it way before the holidays to like, get it all out and to like, just like say, okay, like Christine's going to make her decisions. And like this morning I had two or three calls from you know, my husband and I are sleeping in like the little outside casita. So we have our own space, which is also very nice. And then, you know, I had two calls from my family in the main house and they were like, uh, you know, where's so-and-so or what's going on here? Or are you doing? And I'm like, I've got stuff to do today. Like, and I called them and 
turned on my phone when I was ready to receive their messages. Mm -hmm. And in the past, I would have been like, oh no, everybody needs me run into the house and figure it all out and put out all the fires. And this year I was like, I woke up next to my husband feeling great. I was like, cool. I'm going to take my time. I answered all the questions that needed answering once I got in here, but it like everyone figured out what they needed. A lot of people were like, ah, never mind. We figured it out because I didn't have Imagine to do that. It. Right. Right. That if I don't do it, everyone else will just figure it out. And what did they do before I was here? You know? <laughs> so the biggest lesson I've learned, you know, long story short of all of this is that I put that expectation on myself that I needed to keep the peace or I needed to make sure everyone was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had, we've had some issues with my grandfather. He's, you know, getting older and who's making sure he has his cane and he's walking around and not falling and doing whatever. Um, I'm not always the one to go figure that out, you know, and I don't feel like I always have to. And so, so that, so making sure that I feel like I'm, I'm not appointing myself, you know, the, the, the coach of the family. And then at the end of the day, also enjoying the fact that I feel like my mental health and my growth and my work that I've been doing on myself is working. Cause this mm-hmm. is the ultimate real life experience of like the challenge. This is, you know, this is the, the application of what I've been doing and, it, and it's working. I've never felt better with my family. And I want to say that out loud because not only is that amazing affirmation for me, but it's for the two year, you know, the, the myself two years ago, there mm-hmm. is hope it does get better. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who felt like me two years ago, there is hope. It does get better. <laughs> yeah. It really, it well, really, really does. You're pinpointing to, right? Our needs evolve and change. Yes. Like this is, boundaries are not like forever if they don't need to be, right? And like yes. our boundaries are going to change too because our needs are going to change. And so we often get into this just like habit of like, this is the role that I play and this is how things are. Mm-hmm. And when we feel like that, you know, you you can feel when it's not working anymore, right? You can feel when something is off. And that's the invitation to say, what is off? What do I need? Do I have needs here that aren't being met, right? And what are they? And how can I, you know, be consciously aware of how I'm growing and evolving as as a person, how my needs are too, and stepping up and, and enforcing those needs. Yeah, yeah. So setting the boundaries that I did back in September, that are now I'm reaping the benefits of now during this holiday season. Um, Cause I honestly went into it still feeling like, Oh, I don't know how this is going to go. We've got family from overseas that I haven't seen for a couple of years. We're all going to be in the same house. Like, you know, we all get along just fine. We're, we're, you know, you know, all civil with each other, but the idea is that like, we all have very strong, different personalities. And I think that I was very affected, you know, in the last couple of years by those big personalities and, mm-hmm. And like you said, my needs have changed and having, becoming a wife and having another person. I'm also the only couple in the house right now. My, um, my dad is married and my aunt is married, but both of their spouses are with their other families. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, I'm the only one with my husband here. And that, that was something I didn't see coming. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, Whoa, like, this is crazy because our needs are different than other people's. And I'm still the kid and right. I'm the second generation. So it's like, wait a minute, like, am I allowed to express that these needs or these boundaries? Like, you know, taking the nice casita, like, you know, is that like maybe someone, another adult should have it, you know, but it's like, no, we're a couple. So it's like being able to really express what we need and like not feel guilty when those aren't met, because that's another thing. It's like, oh, 
you know, I have some family members that are like, oh, I would just feel guilty, you know, doing that because I feel like it needs to go to like the older person. It's like, I'm not feeling guilty about it. I feel mm-hmm. like this is what I need and everyone's in agreement and we're good. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, I can now the craziest part is I feel like I want to do more. Like mm-hmm. I want to do more when I feel like I can participate and feel like I um, can lend a helping hand, maybe in an expertise or a specialty I have, but I also don't feel like I always have to put out all the fires. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest difference. Now I'm saying it out loud is like, there's a difference between putting out fires and wanting to help mm-hmm. because putting out fires feels like an obligation mm-hmm. and, and wanting to help is literally like, Oh, you see someone that needs help setting the table. Great. Yeah. I would be happy to, but it wasn't like, Christine, are you going to set the table? You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. always expected on me. It's right. like, Oh no, I'd be happy to help. Like no problem at all. But like, if it gets done without me too, it can. Right. Yeah, I think you're describing too, like one of the beautiful side effects of setting boundaries is that it is like, it restores your, or preserves your resources. So when we are in relationships where boundaries are not set and they need to be, and they are draining us, everything feels like an obligation. Everything feels like a have to. And if you don't want to do anything. Exactly. It's like, it's too much. They're asking too much of you. And Again, whose responsibility is that? It's yours. It's, I think that's a hard thing about boundaries to swallow is like, you know, you were even saying like, I, had to, I, I took on this role. I willingly took oh, on hundred percent. <laughs> and I, at first I was mad. I didn't realize it at yeah. first. When I first started seeing the transition and needing more, I started realizing, well, my gosh, why does everybody come to me? Like, why? Like, I am not the only person that can solve this problem, you know? And so I was mad at everybody else. And we've learned, obviously, Maggie, through all of the coachings and learnings and growth and everything that we've done and that we teach that most of the time, the thing that you're mad at or the thing that bothers you about another person is the thing that is in yourself. Mm -hmm. So then I started like putting a mirror to myself and realizing, oh, wait a minute, I've just always been in this role. Right. And I've accepted it gladly when I was younger because I was getting so much from everybody. Mm -hmm. My parents were doing so much. My brother was there and everyone was like cultivating all of this wonderful family joy. And then as I started getting older, I started needing different things. Yep. And I kept myself in that position and solidified that. And now it's not serving me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And as you grow too, right? When we're doing, when we're being like sort of self-sacrificing mm-hmm. and doing everything for everyone else, a lot of times we derive meaning from that and we derive our identity right. from that. And as we do a lot of healing work and we realize we don't have to hustle for our worth and our value, it's like, well, then why the fuck am I doing this still? Right. It just like, it doesn't feel good. It drains me. And I already know that I'm worthy of these relationships with my needs. The validation factor that that was huge for me. I agree with you. That's, that was the huge component. That's like, if I, if I remove myself from this position, um, you know, temporarily, or even just redefine this position. I could still be someone who helps and still be someone who, you know, um, you know, gives my service, but at the same time on my terms, um, am I going to be loved less by my family? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be, um, you know, not as appreciated because that was a nice feeling. And that was Mm -hmm. probably why I did it in the first place. Um, and the idea is no, Mm -hmm. it's not at all. If anything, like you said, there's a transition period 
and everybody learns to start to respect the boundary. And also there's, there's, you know, there's the part B of that is that now I'm married and I'm getting a lot of love for my husband and Mm -hmm. he, and our relationship this year specifically is feeling so much more, um, cultivated and, and respected Mm -hmm. because I'm not jumping into, you know, I'm not going to sleep at night complaining about all the ways I was taken advantage of today. Mm -hmm. And then that makes our alone time, you know, uh, soured or whatever, you know, um, now I come into the room and we're happy, we're excited. Everything's great. And we get to, um, celebrate the holiday as it should be, and not just complain about what family member pissed us off today. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's really not how it should be. Right. Well, and that's draining too. The aftermath, the, yes. right? it's not just like the, the, what they did continuing to relive. Oh yeah. It's the resentment that stews and really weighs on us and drains us. And then we can't show up right. Cause we're often not voicing these things. Again, we're complicit in this. And we think mm-hmm. that it's like, what other, other people are taking advantage of us. That's not possible. Other people can't take advantage of you. You allow them to, right? By saying yes, because you're choosing the peace over your peace. And like, that's just so, once you really wrap your arms around that, the people cannot take advantage of you without your, your co-signing. Of course, if you are like not aware of this, right? If you don't know, if they're like, being deceiving and like, you know, they're right. There are some outlying situations here. If you really are not aware, but if you are aware of what's happening, then no one else can take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. You are co-signing that. Like you are allowing them to, or you're allowing yourself to be complicit in that. So I think the point of that is like you have so much agency and power in this position to change how you allow people to treat you. And that does not only affect the situation, but it affects how you feel after. Mm. And it affects the amount that you have to give. We're always talking about, right? You can't give from an empty cup. When we put boundaries in place, it ensures that your cup doesn't get drained. That's right. And so that you you can give willingly. Because giving, giving reluctantly is not giving. It's not mm. the energy of giving. That is the energy of like obligation of have to again. And when we say things like, I have to do this, think about that difference in that energy. Like, Oh, I get to go cook dinner for my family tomorrow versus I have to go cook family dinner for my family tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That feels different. It feels different when you say it, it feels right. different in your body. And that's like, that's what a boundary does is it shifts from this obligation of like, I have to be this specific way and things have to be like this to they get to be how I'm creating them. Right. So no, you're doing it on your terms. And like we said before, which I've realized this year for myself, like when, when we start to set the boundary and say, you don't feel obligated to do all these things, you end up wanting to do them, but you want to do them on your terms and, yeah. and your terms ends up being, you know, beneficial for everybody if it's done right. Um, but it's because you're re you know, you're recharged. You're not, you're not, like you said, obligated and pouring from an empty cup. 
you're now feeling full. I mm-hmm. slept in this morning, turned my phone off. If anyone needed anything, they know like Christine's sleeping, like let her live. And if they do need something in some emergency, they can knock on the door. It's fine. But at the end of the day, like I would have jumped to any first text message I saw. I don't need to do that anymore. It's not necessary They're, everyone's adults and everyone can figure out how to do what they need to do, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, everything that you said just now, I, I love the whole protecting the peace versus protecting your peace. Um, that's so powerful. And just the reward that you get by setting the boundary is, um, as hard as it is to do sometimes, depending on your family or the situation, um, for me, it felt like the only way to maintain these relationships and actually have a relationship be strengthened and main, and continued as a married woman and as an, as this new version of myself. Yep. Yeah. Again, constantly checking with your new needs. How are they evolving and changing? Yeah. And, you know, I want to honor too in this space. It sounds like our families have been, even if they were a little reluctant at first to accept our new roles and to get used to how we are growing and evolving and what the guidelines are there that they have been pretty receptive and their, their valuing of our relationship is so strong that they want to uphold the boundary Mm -hmm. and they're, they're willing to meet the boundary because they want to preserve the relationship. Now there are going to be some families where that's not the case And, and, and that's hard, right? Especially around the holidays. I mean, I know I'm working with a couple of clients currently who had to set a boundary to not go, not even be there. And it's hard. It's a hard change, especially around the holidays to really shift around tradition and to not be in sort of like a deep, familial environment Mm -hmm. but we you know we get these ideas in our head and this is something I really had to check recently it's like (laughs) we have these ideas about what family is what we're told family is and so we believe that our family is this one thing when in reality our family is whatever our family is not this like universal like this is family and it's great to hang out with family And it feels good to hang out with family during the holidays. And this is what it's supposed to, like, that may not be your reality, but we're fed this reality so much that we begin to adopt it as our own belief, even if that's not true. And it's like, even if we can see like, okay, the last five times I've hung out with my family, I've less stressed the fuck out. Right. I've left like feeling depleted and like I need another vacation. Like, what is that saying? That's saying that I'm having needs that aren't being met yes. and that something is out of alignment here. And, but we, we trick ourselves into thinking like, that's not, no, that was just, you know, or that's, or that's normal. Everybody has problems with their family. It's just, this is the time of the year and we'd all just have to get through it. It's like, right. no, we don't all just have to get through it. It's the same way we talk about burnout. Mm-hmm. You should not be a burned out entrepreneur. You don't just have to get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing is awareness. Like the first thing, like you said, everyone, you feel it when something's off, when your needs are changing. And right now I feel great, but in two years, maybe my needs will change based on a different circumstance in my life. And I will need to set a different boundary or maybe remove a boundary that I had set prior. 
but always be checking in with yourself. The awareness, they say awareness is key. I mean, that really is. That's the key to unlock anything that you need is to be aware of what's going on around you and also checking in with yourself and saying, do I still need this boundary? Do I need a new boundary? You know, is everyone feeling good and respected? Are we, you know, and, and adjust accordingly. Yep. Absolutely. And if that doesn't, you know, these can take time and I think really finding support from people who like my partner has done so much work. He, he does not give a shit what other people think about him. Yeah. Other people's like decisions or opinions of him don't sway him in the slightest. And I think it's really helpful for me to be around that energy in connection with somebody who is like allows me to feel what I feel, yeah. but also question why I'm letting those feelings dictate my relationships in my life. And I think mm-hmm. it can be really helpful to be in community with people who are challenging the narrative that everybody has to like you in order for you to be like worthy of love. And that in order for the relationship to work, you have to be self-sacrificing. It is so important to be around other people who are choosing loving boundaries instead of codependency. Mm-hmm. So you have a model for what that can look like. And so that you have community to go to if your family doesn't accept your boundaries and you right. do have to choose not to go because that's, what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really like, we try to make this as unisolating as possible. Yeah. Right. So again, when we all, we talk about this a lot in the work that we do, it's not about just like taking away, it's like, what are you, what beautiful thing are you going to replace that with? Right. And so, cause we, if we strip, you know, we're stripping these bad habits away and stripping these unsupported relationships away it's like well then <laughs> what do we have left yeah it's like right. we've got to redecorate we got to fill this space yes. with what we actually desire Love that. and so having supportive community in place with people who are also navigating this challenging journey in setting boundaries with family is really really important totally absolutely yeah and on that note Uh, we hope that you guys have had a wonderful Christmas and that you are, you know, that you have a wonderful new year's. Um, we're so excited to go into the new year, uh, with so much love for this space, so much love for each other, so much love for what we've been able to create, um, already in such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think this next year is just going to absolutely allow us to, explode with inspiration and creativity and, you know, the joy to finally be able to share, um, strategies that work in a vehicle that is efficient and, you know, results driven. Mm -hmm. So we're super excited. And, And that goes for everything. The Academy, this group, you know, our, our, our free live trainings, you know, if, if all you do is just jump on our free live trainings every Monday, like we're happy to have you here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, um, we hope that you're getting value from this and we try to keep it, you know, as relatable to what may be going on in everyone's life so that we can really help you navigate in real time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I hope that, yeah, that, that, that helps you have a better idea of how you want to really be showing up for yourself in 2022.
do the hard things, y'all. The hard things that are hard now make life so much easier in the long run. And it's like, you are worth, there is nothing more worthy of your investment of effort and resources and time and even money than you are. Yeah. You, your evolution, your growth and your healing and your success, these are like, it's a priority because once your needs are met and you are thriving, you have so much more to give. Every single relationship that you have benefits from the work that you do on yourself. And that is like, it's facts, right? So we, you know, take time, commit this year to yourself and see how drastically things shift for you and change. You'll be shocked. I can promise you because things change so quickly when you choose yourself. Mm -hmm. Yep. And as we always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to join Freedom Mindset Academy, click the link in the show notes and apply for a free clarity call. Because let's face it, if you already feel like there aren't enough hours in the day, then you don't want to waste another minute not working towards life balance by creating sustainable systems and taking back control of your time. We'll see you inside the Academy.